Oh my god, are you talking about the new podcast? It's called Gray's World. Okay, wow. Euphoria finale. I have some things to say. Some are positive, some are negative, some are good, some are bad. That's just, uh, there's some things we need to discuss. Did I cry? Holy shit, I cried so hard I couldn't breathe through my nose. Yeah. Um, Any single time that Fez was on the screen or we were at Fez's house or anything dealing with Fez, I was crying. Because I knew that it wasn't going to end well. Um, So many questions, though. Okay, before we get into anything, I do have a legit question. Did Ashtray ever speak a word on this show? Because that's kind of like fucking cool if this character just died and he had like an emo, we had such an emotional, you know, impact on all of us. Or I guess I'm speaking for myself. I don't fucking know if you guys cried too. I assume you did. But yet he didn't say any words. He had no lines in this show powerful powerful acting have i mentioned that i found out that ashtray is a literal real life romanian gymnast not only is he a gymnast he is a boxer and he's literally trying to go to the olympics like he's that good and if you find his instagram which is shit i don't know just google it but if you go on his instagram you'll see that he's like training and you can scroll back he's been training since he was a child this child has abs Whenever a child has abs, I do get a little like, oh, what's going on here? Is that normal? Is this child okay? Mm, but, you know, he's about to go to the Olympics, I assume, because um, he's – is he 15? He looks 10. I, I don't know how old he is. But anyway, damn. R.I.P. Ashtray. Um, wow. That scene – I'm jumping right into the middle of the episode. That scene at the house, I – I'm not okay. First of all, can Fez, can you scream after you get shot in the stomach? And then also, how did Fez not die? Honestly, he got shot in the stomach. How, okay, also, do bathtubs really, like, protect you that well? Like, are bathtubs, like, an armor that I wasn't aware of? I know I'm coming in hard with the criticisms, but they have to be pointed out. Um, Also... Jesus Christ, Ashtray, the second he put the knife in that guy's neck, I was like, no, no. I literally, I think that's when I started crying because I was like, no, that means that everything bad's just going to start happening right now and I can't stop it. Oh my God. And like, we didn't get any, we don't have any closure with Fez and Lexi. Like she has no idea why he did not show up. She has no idea. And like, I know that me and Emma were pointing out that like, like Fez and Lexi, they're just too different to, you know, to, to be a couple. I take it all back because they FaceTime and they talk on the phone. They watch the same show at their respective houses and talk on the phone while they watch it. And also she will watch, she will watch Little House on the Prairie for him. Oh my God, they need to get married. Oh my God. And they're both just so nice. Like they're both just genuinely so nice that it just breaks my heart that that is the outcome that they gave us. I guess we can start with the beginning of the show <laughs> now that I've gotten the grievances out of the way. Um, I was cackling. I was laughing out loud at this goddamn play. Um, uh, the mom popping up there, 
Lexi's Suze is it Lexi and Cassie's mom popping on stage I lost my shit she is the star of the season she was literally my favorite character this season so funny so real oh my god how she was obsessed with Ethan playing her oh her reactions to the play and then her going on the stage oh my god I was smiling so hard I was laughing so hard I love her um Cassie running up on stage like honestly if I'm being honest it was a little much for me I was like you're already pushing it by saying that Lexi can put on this play and now you're gonna act like her sister can interrupt and no where are the teachers at this school where are the principal there's no one there's no one that's gonna stop this why did why was that allowed to happen it was just a little too hard for me to believe and then how Cassie and Maddie got into a fight. Maddie jumps on the stage. I'm like, never. This is just, I mean, it was fun. It was very entertaining. I was living for like watching the audience's reactions. Like, but I just, I find it way too hard to believe. Like, like I said, they were already pushing it with this production going on as a whole. I don't even know how this was possible. I'm going to let it go because I enjoyed the play a lot. But like, I have a lot of qualms with the possibility of that happening um okay we need to talk about elliot because they wrapped him up with the song guys don't be mad at me don't be mad at me i didn't care about the song um i don't know if it's because we'll get into it i've been watching a lot of love is blind and if you are too you know that one of the characters kind of um i say characters one of the contestants i don't even know what to call the people on love is blind one of that one of the guys plays guitar and sings and it just made me cringe so hard every time and i it's just so fresh coming off of that that i think the elliot song really did nothing for me like don't get me wrong i understand that it was like a nice moment and like i understood that it was like why it needed to happen but was i bored hell yes i was bored i was bored 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 went on my phone um and then they wrapped up Rue and Jules in a way. I, I mean, I I like where they left Rue. Um, you know, she said she was clean for the rest of the school year, which I love that phrasing. I'm like, what happened when summer came, bitch? Are we going to get euphoria summer? What What's... Show me these bitches in the summer. Oh my God, school's out. Show me what this town is like when these kids aren't even in school. Wow, 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 wow. That's That's a lot for me to think about. Do we all know the news, though, that, like, Zendaya is, like, the busiest bitch alive and, like, most likely Euphoria will not be back, like, for a minute? Like, I hate if I'm breaking that news to you, but, like, she's booked up. I think she's filming three movies next year alone. Like, I don't think she's got time for this show. But she's so good. I love that her and Lexi had, like, their moment because that was really important to me. I didn't want, I didn't want that to be lost. Like, I think that seeing the play conveyed... If it was, if it did anything, it it conveyed what it needed to to Rue. I feel, um, and I I'm glad they I'm glad they kind of made up. I don't want to say made up because it's not like they were in a fight. I'm glad they reconnected. I'm glad they reconnected is what I'll say. Because goddamn, if Lexi doesn't didn't have one positive thing at the end there after Fez, oh. Also, okay, hold on. Some loose ends that were never tied up. Why was the, the babysitter recording Maddie? It. What what was that? What was Minka Kelly? Why? What? Why? Um, and also, Nate and his dad. Okay, so like, why? Uh, uh, I guess that's fine. Whatever. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that how it is. Do you like that when um Nate walked into the warehouse where his dad lives? Even though his dad is rich enough to just like 
get a house or an apartment or an Airbnb even or like a fucking hotel. His dad's staying there. Okay, did you hear what they were listening to? It was Kylie Minogue. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love a Kylie moment. Give me some Kylie. Sneak some Kylie Minogue in everywhere in the world. Um, Something that's really bothering me, the $10,000 suitcase and Lori. So you're telling me that Lori just never followed up on like trying to find out anything about the suitcase or Rue and didn't come to Fez and be like, hey, I'm going to fuck you up because you brought this girl to me. Like there's nothing there. There was nothing there. I think that this brings up the issue of the writer's room issue on Euphoria. Oh, there isn't one. It's just one person, the creator of the show. Sam Levinson just it's all him maybe we need a couple different minds uh bouncing some ideas off of people Uh, is there anything I'm leaving out I don't know um big disappointment on a whole cat this season obviously we've talked about it but she was basically just missing from the whole show hopefully she comes back but I would not be surprised at all if cat was off the show god who else I know I'm forgetting like one person I don't know, Cassie, Cassie, Nate, I, I, I don't really, I'm detached, like, and I guess that, like, after they got in a fight, like, Maddie and Cassie, like, still aren't friends, so, like, that really didn't, resol- that wasn't resolved, but, uh, but damn, Fez, I mean, what's gonna happen, I mean, obviously, he's gonna be in jail, so, like, how, oh, 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 I'm having an epiphany, Maybe they can use this time that Zendaya has to like not film. Maybe they'll like do a time jump and it'll be like, oh, Fez is getting out and Lexi is like deciding whether she's going to like say hi to him. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, you know, here I am. I'm just uh, trying to write the show season three. But anyway, someone did die. So I was right on Instagram. I said, I think someone's going to die. Most of you guys said that someone was going to die as well. Um, a couple people did think Ashtray, which was sad. I I mean, guys, guys two people died, technically. Well, anyway, what a, what a roller coaster of emotions I just went on. I laughed. I cried. I was mad. I was yelling. I was, I don't know. It was just a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot emotionally to watch that. Um, and not going to lie, maybe I need a little bit of an extended break from Euphoria because it's so fucking stressful. I love it, but it's goddamn stressful. You know what's not stressful, though? Love is blind. It's more like ridiculous as shit. And that's what the episode's going to be on today. So let me leave you. Let me leave you in your Euphoria thoughts. We'll catch up and then we'll get into Love is Blind. Okay, bye. Hey guys, so I don't really have much of a catch up this week. On one hand, for some reason, I just don't really remember the past week. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. Probably it's bad, but I don't want to look too much into it. I just feel like I have a lot going on. Um, I did get a job, so I'm no longer unemployed, which is a big fucking deal. Um, It's my first job not in the service industry so I'm very excited I'm nervous in a way just because it's like I know I can do it obviously I believe in myself I can do whatever I want but like it's just a little scary because first time doing something new as you know that's just scary to face but very excited and that starts next Monday so I'm not sure I'm sorry that this is like on a random day 
um, I'm sure that none of you are pressed. I, I'm sure it's completely fine, but I like when I upload the pod on the same day every week and I just don't know what day that's going to be yet. I, I liked the Fridays. Um, I liked Friday as the pod day. So we'll see. Um, I guess there's an update on my coffee situation. I didn't have coffee beans for the longest time. Like, it felt like weeks and I was going out and getting coffee, which is not good because I didn't have a job and I don't have any money. The money's dwindling, baby, dwindling away, giving me stress. Um, and I had I had oat milk at home still, so I would go out and find the cheapest cold brew and, or, you know, iced coffee, whatever. If I was lucky, it was cold brew made correctly, um, but it never fucking is. Um, and I would just get it and take it back home and add my own oat milk. So it truly wasn't the most expensive order, but still I didn't do it every day and I haven't been doing it every day because I don't have the money for that. Um, I did, but here's the thing. I don't think I like anyone's cold brew. I, especially in my area, I, I, you know, I'm, I walk. So this is like in my surrounding areas and I'm not trying to shit on local places. So I don't really think I'm going to like list off what I didn't like, but one okay one place i might post a picture of this and just not say who it is but they i ordered a a cold brew and i had ordered this the week before and gotten a 12 ounce cold brew and i was like that's a good deal so i'm gonna remember that and i went back to the same place and i ordered my cold brew i got it um straight up no milk and she hands me what looks like a baby drink. I, I don't even know what else to call it. It was a mini drink, a tiny little baby cup. It, realistically, guys, it looked like five ounces, maybe four ounces. And I literally look at her and I was like, mm, oh, um, can I get a bigger size? <laughs> I didn't even ask like, are there bigger sizes? I'm just like, can I get a bigger one? And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. That's my only cup size today. Okay, bitch, then give me two. You already rang me up and you charged me full price and you didn't tell me that the cup was now four ounces? I'm sorry, but that's just bad business. That that boiled my blood. I literally was like, I can't believe I didn't just ask for another one. I think I just I just left because I was so annoyed that I just, I just probably should have gotten out of there. Um, and then – the other day, me and Josh were out getting coffee at not really a usual spot, but I had had such bad luck at everywhere I've been going. So I was like, let's just go here. Do you all know, like, honestly, this is a genuine question. I'm a barista. I know the answer. But did the common non-barista people know that there is a difference between iced coffee and cold brew? Because there's a huge difference. Just saying. And cold brew is highly superior in my opinion. And if you're going to do iced coffee rather than cold brew, you better strongly brew it because it's going to get so weak, especially the second you put it over ice. So anyway, this place that we went to, I was like, oh, the menu says cold brew. I love that. Love that fact. So I was like, hey, I'm going to get a straight up cold brew, um, the largest size you have. And when they handed it to me, I guess Josh was paying. So he was at the register. I was somewhere else. And he literally was like, I think they gave you tea. And I was like, no, I mean, they didn't even have tea as an option. Like they didn't have iced tea. Like this, is, I said cold brew and he went directly for this. And I looked at it. It was literally, I could probably see through the cup. And I was like, great. Um, I can't find cold brew in my goddamn surrounding areas. So I just got some beans finally. And... I don't have a fucking grinder right now. Like my whole coffee situation is so stressful. I don't have the equipment that I want. 
I really need like a sugar daddy that like just buys me like shit that I need. But we don't talk at all except for when I text them what I want. That's what I'm searching for. Like they don't even get to communicate with me. The only communication is me asking for shit and them just getting it for me. I would really like that scenario. I'll look into it. I really want a toddy for my house. That's a cold brew maker. Anyway, I finally get some coffee beans and make my own cold brew. And I actually did a larger batch than I usually do because I just like wanted a big old batch of concentrate and then to have. So, but here's the thing. I ran out of my oat milk and I'm like, well, I haven't been to the store for fucking ever. Nowhere around me has the oat milk that I like. So I was like, fuck. Then I went to this random mart to get some snacks and they had vanilla soy milk. And I was stoked because like no coffee shops have soy milk anymore. And it's like a travesty. I'm like, I love soy. But guess what? I guess I don't love soy anymore because it was like so gross that like drinking it today, I'm like, my coffee situation is so stressful. I just want good cold brew and good oat milk and like a little bit of vanilla syrup. Like it's just not, I just, honestly, my cold brew thoughts are just the only thing going on this week. Plus, we have a lot to get into, which is the entire cast of Love is Blind discussion that I'm about to have with you. (laughs) So strap in, because we need to talk about Shane. Oh, Love is Blind, Love is Blind season two. Where do I begin? Literally, how do I begin talking about this monstrosity? I uh, I almost want to just jump in right into Shane needing to close his eyes and have an intervention. Um, but I almost think I'm going to do it in order of how they got married, quote unquote. So first up, we're d- getting right into it. Danielle and Nick. I'm going to go couple by couple, but of course there's going to be some crossover talk because people in each couple will definitely talk And Nick especially gossips to everybody in the house, um, in the Mexico trip, at every group gathering. Nick is a fucking gossiper. Nick is like on this show to be an instigator. Also, Nick is minimum bi. There's no way you're telling me Nick is straight. Sorry. No. Also, his family knew that he's not straight. Um, this is just what I'm picking up on. This is just what I'm picking up on. But let's go back. Let's let's have an order to things. Nick and Danielle were the first couple to get engaged and see each other. I I don't know. Danielle, number one, do they not provide y'all with like showers or like dry shampoo? I, I'm just so confused about the hair. Um, it, it's a brush. I want to send her a brush and a, and a dry shampoo bottle. I think that would have helped a lot. Um, also, I was quite shocked when we met her family and they were all blonde and she is just hair black as night. Um, very confusing. There's a lot of things about Danielle that were confusing to me. Also, Jesus Christ, girl, you can't be in a relationship when you don't even like yourself. Like, you're so deeply insecure, girl, you cannot get married. I can't, by the way, when they got married, I shook, shocked. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? what is going on? These two people should not be getting married. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sorry. I know I'm already like not going in order of anything, but 
it's just so hard when I have so many thoughts. Um, they, they were kind of boring in the pods because neither of them had, you know, anybody else that they were like interested in and they were the first couple to be engaged, blah, blah, blah. Very quick, quick connection, if you will. Then we get to Mexico and Danielle gets food poisoning. Josh had a suspicion, by the way, I watched this entire season with Monta and Josh at Monta's house. Um, very fun. Great show to watch as a group because there's so much to discuss. Watching it alone is kind of like it's it's you can't because you have to talk to someone. You have to discuss. <laughs> you have to. Um, Josh is to believe that Nick purposely um, gave her like Mexico water. Um, you cannot drink the water in Mexico. Um that's when he was thinking. And I'm like, you know what? After seeing this entire season, I don't even know if he's wrong. I, I think that Nick wanted this night in Mexico with all the other contestants to like literally instigate shit. He just wanted to spread gossip. And he did. He absolutely was there just to spread gossip because while uh, Danielle was back in the hotel just puking her guts out with no one. Don't you – wouldn't you have stayed with your now fiancé in the in the hotel room to, like, comfort them and make sure they had everything they needed instead of going to the group hangout? What was Nick even doing? Can we talk about how, like, every time he touches her, it's the cringiest fucking moment of my life, the hug at dinner in Mexico? What was that? Actually, every time he hugged her, it was like the most uncomfortable thing I've ever fucking seen. Also, when he's getting married and he's sweating, like, okay, you guys know I'm the biggest sweater in the world, especially face wet. And if Nick knew that about himself, because like clearly that didn't come out of nowhere, he should have requested like, hey, I can't get married directly in the sun. And like, oh, I can't wear a gray suit. Um, just so many different things that could have been done that were not. And then after she said yes, and I was just shocked out of my mind, and they both said yes, and then, wow, they're getting married, and they're walking down the aisle, literally looks like he's come in his pants because he has sweat down his dick. Okay, not normal. Sorry, not normal, not cool. I think that <laughs> just, just picturing Nick, I just... I think that we all knew something was up when he was like, I make my own toothpaste. You need to try it. And I think we were all right to have that feeling. Okay, can we talk about Danielle for a second? Um, she's at, she's like so insecure and she's just like every five seconds like, are you sure that you actually like me? I'm like, bitch, I don't even know why he is still around you. I literally don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it at all. I mean, he's still here. So you got to trust that he for some reason is still here. And that just got so tired. Like, I can only take so much of an insecure person's, like, worries. Like, I I'm not trying to be insensitive about that because, I mean, that's a real thing in relationships. But he, 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 he confirmed so many times. It's like she wasn't listening to anything that he was saying. And I hate to take Nick's side, but, like, Jesus Christ, I'm sure he was fucking tired of her. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So she's so insecure all the time asking him all these questions to make sure that he, you know, really likes her, blah, blah, blah. Then we get to her apartment and she's got like, oh, this is my taco costume. Not for Halloween, by the way. Not at all for Halloween. Just to have. Just for fun. Just for shits and giggles. What? She also had a gumball machine out actively in her apartment, which had the chunkiest, clunkiest, ugly furniture I've ever seen. I hated that apartment. That seeing her apartment made me just love my apartment so much more. 
also the fucking drum game, the drum video game. Why was that out? Like I side with Nick 100%. He's like, why would you have that out? Like, couldn't we put it away? She's like, why would we put it away, bitch? I'm playing it night and day. What? What? Why are you? Do you have a job? What are, what are you? Why are you playing it so much? I just really, I'm fascinated with this couple because like number one, zero chemistry, no sexual chemistry, not even brother, sister. Like, I don't even think they like each other on a friend level. Just so confusing. Also, when we met her family, her mom was like trying so hard to get a spinoff of some sort. Like, oh my God, why did they bring up sex at the first meeting? They're all sitting down having lunch, like meeting each other for the first time and sex comes up? Why? Also, they're not having sex. Nick is gay. Okay, I got to move on because I could literally do an entire episode on Nick and Danielle get therapy, both of you. Also, his family hated him. His family, when we, okay, last thing I'll say, when we did all the meetings of all the families, you know, everyone's like nice, at least nice to their family member. (laughs) They were straight up like, what about all the showers you take? (laughs) Well, last time you were in a relationship, that's not how it worked. I'm like, damn, they fucking hate you, just so you know. So then I felt kind of bad for him. Very confusing. Very confusing. Okay. I I need to talk about Shane. I need to talk about Shane and Natalie. Shane. Can we just skip ahead to their wedding, quote unquote? He Could he have been higher? Oh my God. He was like a troll man. His pants and his shirt don't fit ever. Shane has literally, he does not own one item of clothing that fits him in his correct size. He does not. Every pant on him is a fucking capri. And his every shirt he wears, the sleeves are so short that they're like rolling up into a sleeveless shirt. I don't understand. Is it because you spend all of your money on cocaine so you have none left to buy clothes? I don't know. But he also told Natalie that he spent $2,000 a month on going out to eat. And I'm like, sure, sure, going out to eat to your cocaine dealer's house. Is that what you mean? Like, why are we all dancing around the fact that this man is so fucking high on minimum cocaine? I don't know what else. Could be a plethora of things. Could be a drug cocktail, a Shane cocktail of drugs. Um, We do need to talk about how there was a Reddit um, thread going around with a producer from the show. And they were kind of like, ask me whatever you want to ask me. And they, you know, the, the subject of Shane being on drugs came up. And the guy was basically like, yeah, he was on these like, uh, I don't know, some kind of workout fucking protein shit things. I don't fucking know. And I'm like, I'm sure he was telling y'all that. I want to be like, I want to see footage of how many times Shane went to the bathroom. <laughs> like, I just, okay, so when he, when Natalie said no to him, first of all, I was like, thank fucking God, Natalie. If you had said yes to him, I would have just lost every ounce of respect for you. But also, he should have just had an intervention right then and there, don't you think? Like all of his friends and family were there and he was, you know, they were all there. So like, why not? <laughs> I just don't. He was like skipping down the aisle, but that's just how he was walking. And like, he was like grinding his fucking teeth at the altar. Close your eyes, you goddamn mouth breather. I hate Shane. I hate, I also never trust a blonde man to ever, ever in my life. I feel like, um... Natalie's parents were so funny because like even before they met Shane, Natalie's mom was like, it's too much. This is too much. And I'm like, oh, bitch, you're saying that now? 
I'm, I'm saying bitch. I liked both of her parents, but like, <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you haven't even met Shane yet. You don't even know. You don't even know what you're about to experience. He was so gross. He's just everything about him. I mean, down to the fact that like, he didn't even want to marry Natalie. He wanted Shayna. What was that? Oh my God. In the pods when he like misidentifies Natalie as Shayna, Jesus Christ, Natalie should have just known then, then and there do not trust this fucking person. And like, I want to like Natalie. I wanted to like Natalie because she seems pretty normal. It's just the fact that she genuinely, seemingly genuinely liked Shane. I can't, I can't be for someone that likes Shane. I hate him. Is he like Gary Busey related? I swear to God, he is distantly related to Gary Busey and we're just not talking about it. Also, did y'all see that TikTok going around of a girl that was like, so last spring, me and my friends were out in Chicago and we ran into these four guys and they told us that they were just – they had just filmed a reality show and we didn't believe them at all. We were like, yeah, right, okay, blah, 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 but we still hung out with them. And then she says once they all saw the cast list for the second season of Love is Blind, they were like, oh, shit, this is real. And she sa- she's like, I don't know what Shane was going through that day, but it was something. I mean all the comments were like, yeah, an eight ball. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> then she shows the picture of – it's Shane, it's Shake, and then it's two guys that didn't end up or we didn't see them end up with anybody or get married, but I recognize them from, like, the first episode. So, I mean, it is them, and they are out in Chicago, and, like, Shake did not get married, and neither did um, Shane. And so I feel like this is literally, like, the day of their failed weddings, and he looks like shit. He looks, like, so fucking bad. He looks like he's been up for five days. Like, <laughs> Close your eyes, Shane. Close your eyes and die. Oh, God. And then can we talk about the Shayna of it all? And by that, I mean the portmanteau of Shane and Shayna, which is just Shayna with a Y. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. At the beach meeting, when they actually like met for the first time, I was ecstatic to see these two meet. I knew there would be trouble. I just fucking knew it. How about how Shane actually calls Shayna out, which I was shocked at, like, telling Natalie she had a guy for her. Ooh, I wonder if that worked out. Looking back, I wonder how that worked out. Did Natalie find a guy through Shayna? Also, who would want to date one of Shayna's guy friends? Can you imagine how terrible any of Shayna's friends are? Oh, my God. I mean, based off of her family. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're talking about Shane and Natalie. But we are talking about the Shayna meeting. So first of all, she comes dressed to the beach like a classic trendy church girl that she is. The hat, the fucking neutral tones. I'm like, Jesus, I'm so sick of neutral tones being trendy. I'm like, can we just put a piece of color on? I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Also, Shayna visibly had face work done (laughs) mid-filming. At one point, we're watching her and I'm like, I don't see your eyes anymore, girl. Where'd they go? What did you do? We are going to see this. We have footage from before. Okay, so so we get to the point where Shane is calling out Shayna for saying that he she had a guy for Natalie if it doesn't work out with Shane. And we all had just heard Shayna herself say that story to other people, probably Nick. <laughs> yeah, it was Nick because the two gossips are together at this beach party. You don't know what's going to happen, baby. Shayna and Nick. Ooh, the instigators, the instigators. So she just fully admitted it on camera. We heard it. And then once Shane brings it up, and I'm not trying to be on Shane's side. You know I fucking hate him so much. 
But he was like, yeah, Natalie told me what you said. And she was like, who? Who told you that? And he's like, straight up, Natalie told me. (laughs) And she's just like, she like explains her way around it by acting like, I mean, like, yes, I did, but I also did not. So like, why are you mad? Because like, it was a joke. (laughs) I just, that girl's fucking ridiculous. Um, And like, I did, going back to just Shane and Natalie, you know, like, he confronts Shane then tells Natalie like what they talked about her and Shayna and you know she's shocked to hear it but I heard on the Reddit uh question and answer that surprise to no one Shane and Natalie had the most editing done to their footage and that makes sense because when Natalie said no in the end she was so like oh I was never gonna say yes to you like the way she said it I was like this bitch was never ever gonna say yes But the way it was edited made it seem like she was, like, so in it. And I almost am, like, mad. Maybe I would have liked Natalie if we'd seen the real footage. Like, I don't know. On one hand, of course, I love a reality TV, like, trash show. It's so fun to watch. But, like, I kind of just wish it was more real. And I know that's such a stupid complaint because it's reality TV. But, like, back in the day when we were just, like, watching the real world and it's, like – Yes, it was still edited, but not in the way that these shows are edited to manipulate how you view people. I just eh, – when you learn about it afterwards, you're like, why did I – why then? Like s- fake on top of fake. Like this is already fake. We don't need to make it more fake. But eh, maybe that's just me. I guess they need the drama. They need the villains, of course. Every every reality show needs some kind of fucking person to hate. Something that was surprising um, about the Shane and Natalie of it all is that when the dress try-on was happening, their moms were getting along like fucking best friends. And I was like, that just doesn't make sense on any level to me. Um, Also, Shane, take like, I don't know, a little bit of your cocaine money and give it to your mom for some Botox. I'm sorry I had to say it. Sorry. And that's all I'll say. Because otherwise, I guess she seemed fine. But she did birth Shane. Since we were just talking about Shayna, let's move on to Shayna and ears. Um, Unfortunately, I do not remember the name. And I watched this whole show. And I remember everybody's name. I don't remember the name of the guy that Shayna said yes to. I call him ears. I hope that's not offensive. um, But I genuinely don't want to look it up because I don't care. We could call him – we could call him atheist guy if that's better since it's not like a – I don't know insult (laughs) i honestly am just gonna call him ears i don't even know how that even unfolded obviously shana only said yes because she didn't have shane to say yes to like that's the only reason she said yes to him she shouldn't have been allowed to stay on the show after she left mexico when she left the mexico vacation i thought she was off the show And then next episode, she's just back. And I'm like, hold up. Why is she still here? She quit. She said, no, I don't want to be here. But then when she was confronted about it, she was like, I mean, I was not going to sleep in a bed with you. I don't even know you. And I'm like, that's the point of this whole fucking thing. Like, you dumb bitch. You don't get that? That is the point. Also, when they first met after, like, meeting in the pods, like, face-to-face first met, I mean, obviously, he was stoked. And she was just like, Like, it was so obvious that there was nothing there. There's nothing there. He just wanted to fuck her. He literally would have been totally fine with just fucking her once, but she didn't even give him that in Mexico. She fucking dipped. She did not want to fuck him. Not even the one time. And I think all he was searching for, ears, was just searching for that one fuck. Because he was like, oh, Shayna's hot. 
Which, sure, visibly, she's cute, but her personality just wipes it all away. And I do think, I will say, I think that Shayna was trying to convey that, but she wanted to stay on the show. So I do think there was a couple instances where, like, Ears just, like, was not getting it. And she was like, no, dude, like, I need a religious man. Ooh, ooh, when she was like, God is bigger than everything. <sighs> oh, my God, is is God bigger than your dad's dick, Shayna? Your dad? All your brothers? All your American brothers? What was the meeting of her family? You know what I think it was? I think that she brought ears to meet her family as like a passive aggressive way to make him leave. She was like, oh, there's no way this bitch will still want to marry me after meeting my family. But keep in mind, he doesn't want to marry her. He just wants to fuck her. So it didn't matter. He was like, yeah, I'll go talk to your fucking dumb family. Like, let's do it. I'll tell them I don't believe in God. I'll shock them all. Is is her mom okay? Is Shayna's mom okay? I, I don't know. Just an observation. Just a question. Um, when her brothers were like, yeah, I mean, you seem you seem okay, um, you know, as long as you like, you know, you like being an American and you're a godly man. I was like, oh, my God, I want to throw up. The fact that he did just like – he was like, what is that? I don't know what that is. I was like, okay, I like that response. But like, dude, why are you here? Like, why are you even trying to fuck this girl if this is what she brings along with her is this type of family? Like, just move on, ears. And you know what? I saw him on my TikTok, like his actual TikTok popped up on my For You page. And I was like, God, get him away. Like he thinks he's hot and I just don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I, I really, there's nothing there for me. Nothing with ears. And how she was like, finally, when they met in the fields and she had clearly had face surgery. I, I say surgery. I just mean that she, I think she had under eye filler done and like, more lip filler and under eye filler. She's had some filler. She had a filler day and then they were filming the next day and she's literally like can't even open her eyes and she's like, I don't want to marry you. And I'm like, why didn't you say that in Mexico? It's only because you wanted to be on the show. And that's what I mean by like the fakeness of it all is like you just kept them around just to have this other couple. Like we didn't need – once she left him in Mexico, she had been fucking done with Ears and Shayna. I don't need to see them anymore. Also, why was Shayna – why was Shayna at the group meetup at the beach? Ears nowhere to be found. Ugh. I don't even care. I literally don't even care. Ugh. I guess we can talk about another couple with literally less than zero chemistry, Sal and Mallory. Like – major brother-sister vibes. Like, Mallory never wanted to marry him. And it was so fucking obvious. Like, it's like just painfully obvious that they had nothing. They had no chemistry. And I feel bad because Sal, like, I like that he's a vulnerable guy and then he's like aware that he's vulnerable and he's a sensitive guy. And like, not everybody wants that at all. And Mallory did not. It was just very obvious that she wanted someone more like Jared. And that's why she clicked with him. And like, and when they even talked in Mexico, it was like so clear. And Sal saw that. And it's just like, no shit, he didn't marry you. Like, Sal was too genuinely sensitive and vulnerable to ever even say, will you marry me to her? Because he didn't want that. Neither of them did. And it was so obvious. And it never made sense to me when he would sing with his little fucking ukulele guitar 
that she would cry. Was she crying out of embarrassment? Girl, why are you crying? You don't have feelings for this man. You're not going to marry him. You didn't even actually invite your family to the wedding. What was that? Shit. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta um, fix my fire alarm thing. I'm having issues with my fire. What is it called? Fire alarm? Fire detect, smoke detector. I'll be right back. It's like we saw how the meeting with her sister went. First of all, I thought it was quite odd that like Sal only introduced her to her to his two sisters, and then she only didn't introduced him to her sister. What 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 was that? Just a sister meeting? Um, just thought that was kind of weird. Um, and we we all saw that that did not go very well. Like the sister was so skeptical. Like kind of loved it but kind of like girl you don't need to be so hard like this is obviously fake like we don't we, it's okay <laughs> like <laughs> she's gonna say no it's okay well he's gonna say no but you know what i mean and then when it came time for the actual wedding day like her parents she kept saying things like she said this like a couple times she's like well my, my parents couldn't be here like my family couldn't be here and i'm like a bitch you did not invite them you did not care about this like and also, like, when it, when it came time for them to, like, show the her walking down the aisle and everything, her side was so empty. It was like she literally knew that this was not real. And she just wasn't even phased. I feel like she wasn't even sad. I literally feel like she was fine. It just didn't even matter. It was just like, why did they try to force that? Like, uh, it's just so uncomfortable to have to spend those months with that person that in the back of your head, in your heart, you know is not going to work out. Uh, speaking of not working out, deep D and shake. Okay, honestly, shake might be worse than Shane. As a, mm, as a genuine, like, mm, I think he might be worse. Like, Shane is very superficial, we know that. But, like, the what they were showing of shake, of him asking in the pods about like, oh, well, could I carry you on my shoulders? And like, do you like to work out? And like, well, do you understand what this show, even if it's fake, do you understand the premise? It's not about the looks, you dumb bitch. Also, like what? Like you are nothing. You, you, I'm sorry. I, this has to be said. No one will ever love you, shake. No one. That had to be said. He's too fake of a person that has, like, such a wrong view of, like, what he wants and needs. Like, I just don't understand the whole thing. He lied the entire time. He he knew going in he did not want to date her. He didn't. He, he's not. Uh, it's no one he's interested in. He doesn't like anyone like Deep D. And Deep D doesn't like anybody like Shake. They already said that in the fucking pods. I guess they were trying to prove each other wrong. For who? For what? Why? So, Shake immediately grabs Deep T's ass upon meeting her for the first time and kind of grabs her and kiss her. Like it didn't, it just seemed very non-consensual. Um, I didn't like any of that. Upon the first meeting, I was like bad vibes already, already bad vibes in the pod, but you're bringing it to life with this meeting. Um, it's just so many red flags and shake that I think there was a lot of editing um, on Deep T's side as well because of the way that she said no to him was so, even more so than Natalie. It was so matter of fact. It was like, oh, you thought you were going to get to marry me? She's like, I just looked this hot today so that I could feel hot and I knew I was going to say no to you. You don't deserve me. And I, I loved that. I mean, that was great. I feel like I love that you played the game all the way. I mean, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, 
I think what I liked about that is that she did truly leave him hanging up until like he thought she was going to say yes. You know he was so fucking embarrassed. And then after she left and he was like, no, everybody like let's this a party. And I'm like, you are so embarrassed. You don't know what to do. And he was just talking so much to everybody at like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like everyone was just like silently like, dude, this is so embarrassing for you. It just is. But it's like karma, bitch. You So you're going to grab her ass and make out with her upon meeting her for the very first time, then go to Mexico, and then tell everybody else uh, that played that played this game that you are not physically attracted to her, though. You love her. You're going to get married, but eh, I don't want to have sex with her. Did they ever have sex? That was unclear to me. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Maybe, I mean, definitely not in Mexico. That was very clear. <laughs> and new sex for them in Mexico. On one hand, it's like you could just like understand that you don't have a sexual chemistry with someone without going around and telling everybody that you're not sexually attracted to them. Like it just felt like the way he was gossiping about it was so fucking tacky and gross. Like he is, I hate him. Also, I think actually the very first red flag before anything was him being like, oh, I'm a vet. I'm a veterinarian, but I'm also a house DJ. I'm like, oh, are you? Okay. Is it like dog and cat themed songs? Like, what is it? Oh, also, we did learn some dirt on the Reddit with Shake on the Reddit Q&A. The producer claimed that – this just fuels my fire even more – claimed that Shake said even worse comments about Deep D specifically off camera about how she needed to be studied for science, like scientifically studied because of the loose skin on her after she lost weight. What? I, I hate him. I, I hate most men, but Shake is top of the list at this point. Shake and Shane, baby. Can we do a spinoff of Shake and Shane where they just like die? I don't know. Maybe that would be fun for a few of us. And even like, I don't know, it was weird. It was like they had all this like conflict in Mexico with like us seeing that he was talking shit. And then it was like all the editing changed because it was like then they were trying to make it seem like though the meeting with both of the parents went well and like seems like they really are going to go for it. And it's just like, no, it was never going to happen. Like the way that Deep D said no to him, it was so clear that she was never going to say yes to him. And I just kind of like that it was kind of like a spite thing with Deep D, I feel. Like, I support it. Her being like, oh, yeah, I was just making you think that you had a chance with me, but no fucking way in hell, Shake, which I loved. But I am going to repeat that no one will ever love Shake. Okay, moving on to the last couple. And there's just not a lot to say about them because they are the most normal. And, like, that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that there's not a lot to say because there's, like – Something bad is happening, but it's literally just because they're the most normal couple, which is Jarrett and Ayana. And, okay, number one. I know that she was adopted. Ayana's mom looked five years older than her. Ayana's mom was beautiful. Ayana's mom was stunning. I, I was blown away. I was like, damn, she's just, I don't know. She was just a beautiful woman and looked only five years older than, than Ayana. And Ayana's like such a cute like normal person who was just on this show to like literally find her husband like I don't know she's just so innocent and genuine that there's no way that you couldn't like Ayana I mean she's a little boring you know 
she doesn't like to go out. whoop de doo Neither do I. Okay, get over it. Some people don't like going out. But the way that she – she definitely had, like, a good communication going with Jared and, like, seemed very normal. Like, even though he was going out, she was like, well, I hope you just know that, like, you know, when we're married, like, I just don't want you to go out every night. And he's like, oh, of course not. Like, they just are such a normal couple. It's almost scary. I'm almost like, why is this working so well? Because this shouldn't have worked so well. And as – you know what I find a little weird? As much as – Mallory and Sal were affected by the conversation that Jared and Mallory had in Mexico while everyone was so fucking drunk. Every I forgot to mention that, but like everyone was so fucking drunk at Mexico when Sal cried on camera. Oh my God, he was blackout drunk. <laughs> I know he's going to watch that and be like, you bitches, why did you put that on there? But you know what? I feel like Ayana like wasn't really – I didn't get her feedback or she didn't really – she wasn't affected by the conversation with Jared and Mallory in Mexico. So that was a little weird. I, I don't know. Jared seems really nice. Like he's just – he's like a nice guy. I know that he did like a couple people. Like he liked – he had the two, Mallory and Ayana. But like I don't know. I feel like once he was committed to Ayana, he was like, I'm committed to Ayana. And even at the beach meeting when – Sal specifically, I'm sure obviously the producers were like, hey, Sal, go talk to Jared about shit and bring up the bring conversation with Matt. You know, like he just they just wanted him to start shit. And Jared was literally so normal about it. He was like, yeah, you know, I mean, like I just knew she wanted a gold ring. And like, I just want you to know that like I've got Ayana and like I'm into her and that's real. And I don't have any feelings for Valerie. And I was just like, ooh, the producers hate that he's so genuine and real, don't they? They hate a person who's real. But, I mean, I knew they were going to get married. I I just – there was no conflict. And every other couple leading up to the, you know, the few – especially the couple episodes before the weddings, there was always like confessionals or, you know, whatever you want to call it where, where the individual people would be like, well, I'm, I'm worried about this and I have doubts about this. And Ayana and Jarrett had like none. It was just pretty obvious that they were going to get married. And then, of course, Jarrett had the classic soundbite. I met my wife through a damn wall or something. <laughs> it was so good. Also, both of their both of their families were really genuinely nice. And I feel like that is the telltale sign of like, well, that's why they're nice, genuine people is like how they were brought up. And so just very normal finish to the show on that end. Not to call them boring, but Jared and Ayana were kind of boring. Not going to lie. But Wow. What a fucking episode of the weddings. Like I I got I think every single one wrong except Ayana and Jared. I actually I think I knew I knew Deep D was gonna no, I was pretty oh guys, I was pretty shocked at every wedding. Like looking back, I can analyze my feelings, but in the moment, oh my god, if you had been in the room, I was screaming, I was shouting, I was like, <gasps> what? <gasps> I mean, so many reactions out of me. I, I really wish I had been recording it for TikTok, Manta's reactions to things. Manta watching Love is Blind is priceless. There is going to be a reunion coming up. So maybe I'll do a little um, – maybe I'll do an episode after that comes out because why not? I'm dying to know who's going to be there. Is everyone going to be there? Is Ears going to be there? Shayna? Of course Shayna's going to be there. What am I even fucking saying? Of course. And oh my god. Okay, you know what I need to do, which I have to confess I did not do before recording this, is now I need to leave you all so that I can look up their Instagrams. Honestly, I did just go look, and everyone's 
Instagram's pretty boring. I don't know if it's because they couldn't post anything about the show, obviously, until recently because it's just finished. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I feel like I'll have more Instagram things to report back on these people after the reunion or like during the reunion episode that I'm going to do. So just stay tuned for that. Also, of all the women, Deep Tea has the most followers. And I think that's interesting. Go Deep Tea. Um, what else? Okay, before we go, we need to discuss a couple of things that like are so just like really about this show. They don't have any fat people on this show ever, as if fat people don't exist, which I don't like. There was two larger women that were used strictly in the pods in the first episode for Shake to ask them if they were fat or not in his roundabout ways. And then they were never on the show ever again. And the second we were watching the show, the second that Shake mentioned something about women's weight and women's bodies, I paused the show and I looked at Josh and I was like, they are going to use the two women who are not skinny on this show as like bait. That's the only thing they're going to talk about. Those women are not going to meet somebody and they're not going to talk about anything else other than their weight. Watch it. And then that did happen. It was just so fucking predictable. It's just stupid. Like there are different types of people and different body types in the fucking world. And I don't understand my reality TV show has to act like that's not real. Um, also, you know what else is in the world are queer people and gay people. And I'm just so confused why this show is so fucking straight. Like, it, yes, it makes it easier to hate, um, but I just don't – like, this is the most closed-minded fucking show. Ugh. Even though it's, like, it's supposed to be about, like, you're telling me it's about no looks. Like, looks don't matter. That is literally what you're telling me. And yet it's all skinny conventionally in somewhat good-looking way. Like, people. Like, okay. I don't know. Call me when this show is like real. <laughs> I just want a real version of this show, which I'll never get. But anyway, I guess I'll I guess I'll go. I get I guess that's all I have to say. I, of course there's more I want to say. Please DM me as always. You know, I love when people DM me about the topic of the week. Love to discuss. Um this week I asked on Instagram if who is worse, Shake or Shane? And that's truly the question of the of the hour. I don't know. It's it's both of them. They can both burn in hell. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Okay. Up next is my fave of the week. And it's a very specific one. But boy, is it good. BRB. Okay, I have a fave of the week. God damn these bells going off every time I want to record. I'm sorry if you guys hear the bells. They are the bane of my existence. You know that. You know what my fave of the week is not? Uh, the church bells next door. That's that's not my fave of the week. Oh, fuck, guys. I just looked down and I just broke my thumbnail. Oh, my God. How did this happen? God damn it. I'm sorry to bring the vibes to, to favor the week this way, but just a lot's happening in this moment. My favorite of the week is my new hip stretching routine. Yes, hip stretching routine. I do it at night. Well, I guess I do it throughout the day, but mostly it is at night. I saw a TikTok recently 
that was on my For You page that suggested, well, I guess not suggested, like it is true that trauma is stored in your hips. And take that how you will. Like they mean like when you stretch your hips, you could be more at peace. Like it releases the trauma in your body, like literally. And I was like, I have really height. I have really tight hips already. Like my whole life I've cracked my hips um, and had to excessively stretch them after the gym. And that's just like my whole life. Like I, in my head, I'm just like, I know I'm going to have to get a hip replacement, double hip replacement, just because I've always had kind of issues with tight hips, but I'm very flexible. So it's like, I know that it's like, But at the same time, I'm very flexible, so I love stretching my hips. Like, it is the best feeling. But I found a couple specific ones on TikTok from this one woman, and one of them includes just me, like, shaking my hips while I'm laying in my bed. Oh, guys, by the way, I do half of them in my literal bed because it's, like, supposed to also, like, help with, you know, making you, like, calm and relaxed. So that is also why I do this at night. But one of them is me laying face down and I just shake my hips. And like, I know that sounds like, like back and forth, like, and I know that sounds like, okay, what is that doing? If you watch the video, she explains that it like triggers something in your spine and in your, like in your body that like just relaxes you and releases the trauma from your hips. So that's been a dream. I also like, <laughs> I, I'm so glad no one watches me do these. I mean, wow. I'm, it's not like the cutest thing. Um, if you will. The next one is like, I'm kind of in like a froggy, if I'm thinking of like a yoga pose, like I'm not really sure I don't do yoga. (laughs) But like I'm on my, I'm still face down on my bed, but then I bring my knees up and like, I, okay guys, not to be like graphic, but it like, it's almost like the position where like you're getting fucked from behind. (laughs) Just lower. I'm sorry that that's the only thing. I, I don't know the yoga term. But um, this one, oh my God, this one I hold for like over a minute. And I honestly like I I like set up my phone. I like watch videos while I do this. Um, I have a whole system. I put the phone on my pillows and then I'm in the middle of my bed and I'm stretching my hips and it feels so good. It changes my entire mood. It truly gets me ready to go to bed. On the other hand of things, I'm just not sleeping well. So I think that like I'm attempting to add things into my night routine to help me sleep. The hips, the hip stretching is literally changing my life. Um, and then I kind of do them throughout the day too, the ones that like aren't laying down. Um, damn, does it feel good. I know that that's, that may be out of left field, but give hip stretching a try. You can do it laying in your bed. Like why not? I guess if you sleep with someone, um, do it before they get in. I don't know. No one sleeps in my bed um, because Josh doesn't live with me as we know. Anyway, I was kind of thinking about doing a song of the week coming up instead of fave of the week because I just want a musical element to every episode. I want y'all to know what I'm listening to. I like talking about music too. So um, let me know if y'all have any feedback on that because I think that would be fun, like a song of the week instead of a fave of the week. But this week, definitely hip stretching, baby. Well, thanks for listening, guys. As always, you know that I'm literally obsessed with you for listening to this. So thank you. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.